0: Hello and welcome to On the Horizon. This podcast is an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church located in the heart of Towson, Maryland. We are recording today from Dean's Studios as always. Thank you, Bryce. My name is Beth McDonald. I'm your host today, and we're going to be talking about women's Bible studies with Missy Stevenson. Angela Stanford and Lisa Bond. Hi ladies. Hi. Welcome. All right I'm gonna ask you each to introduce yourselves and add who would you want to have coffee with from the Bible and it can't be Jesus because as Lisa said I'm sure you've all had coffee with him every morning. That's right. Right. So it has to be somebody else uh,
1: that you would like to have coffee with. Lisa, do you want to get us started? Uh, I thought Angela was going to have to go first.
0: Nope. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So I am Lisa. And should I talk about what I do with Bible studies or just in general? Sure. Sure. Yes, Lisa. OK. So I'm kind of on staff. I guess it's a volunteer, but it's a staff position with um, an organization called Bible Study Fellowship. And it's a women's study that some of our own members have started participating in. Mm-hmm. And it's um, an in-depth Bible study that I, I love. So it's that's great. That's it is great. great. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. And um, other than that, I raise four kids and work at a school. And I'm about to birth a child. And <laughs> that's where we are. <laughs> and I'm married. Yeah. So there's yeah, a father yeah, oh, involved. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget yeah, him. That's right. Great.
2: And Angela mm-hmm. hi um, I'm Angela let's see <laughs> I am a high school science teacher that would be my job um but I really like to be outdoors and I don't get the chance to be indoors teaching um, I don't know what else makes me me I live in a house with two other roommates and we have a lot of fun a lot of laughter Love doing life with people. Um, He's great here. Group, group leader. Yeah, what do oh, you do it, What do you do at Horizon? Um, I actually help volunteer and coordinate with Food for Thought, which is one of our new programs, and um, that we're working with this year, um, that gives food to twelve students at Pleasant Plains Elementary School for the weekends.
0: So. And then, and what I have, about Bible study at church? Yeah, um, I help
2: lead with Missy and Kara and Tara. Um, and Anna, there's a lot of us. Um, our women's Bible studies we kind of have a spring and a fall semester going, and um, this year we're doing different prophets. And now I'm just going all over. So, so yeah, You're doing great. Um, what
3: else?
2: That's great. That's
3: great. That's it. Okay, that's good. Good. there you go, Missy. <laughs> um, I am a teacher at Towson University. Um. This semester is my first time going full-time, so that's been a fun adjustment. Um, Mark and I have three kids, um, and I lead with all the girls that um, Angela mentioned. Angela forgot to mention that she really heads up the women's vision team. Okay, She's (laughs) kind of the one in charge of organizing all of us, and we just listen to her leading. Um, I have been leading, I think out of the five of the people Anna mentioned, Tara and I have been um, consistently leading together mm-hmm. the longest. I think, mm-hmm. and it probably goes back to two thousand six or two thousand seven. Okay. Of women's Bible studies every fall and spring. Right. Did and you? Did
0: you? I know there were like book studies where yeah. women got together and just read a book together. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So we we kind of have. Um, played around with lots of different ideas. Sometimes mm-hmm. we did we did If Table for a while while that Heather Cotter, when she was on the women's vision team, kind of headed up. And then um, there were book studies that were happening. And we kind of have gone back and forth. And I think the last couple of years we've settled on, let's just make it Bible studies and offer books as kind of supplement. Great. We're going to
0: hear more about that. Um, but I want to hear who would you have coffee with? You, you oh, right.
3: I'm not skipping you. <laughs> <laughs> did you say who you I was I trying to think about it, and we just studied Esther last week, mm-hmm. so I feel like Esther's who's on my mind the most mm-hmm. right now, so I, I would say her. But I think between Esther and Ruth, it's a little bit of mm-hmm. a tie. Um, Any particular reason? They both, I think, are just um, are pretty strong symbols of courage and stepping into unknown mm-hmm. with um, with a sense of loyalty and confidence that, I don't think you see very much. So I think I I like, I would say both of those two women particularly, I think are my favorite in the Bible. So
2: I guess I would choose them. Mm. Those are good ones. Angela, how about you? Um, At this point, I think I would have coffee with Joshua, Mm. one of the 12 spies that went back and came back with the report of, we can do it. Let's do it. God gave us this land and we can take it. Um, Even though there were giants and circumstances right. seemed unfavorable. I would love to just hear about his faith and do that in the face of giants. Yeah, in the face that's of a good one. That's a good quote. Yeah, I didn't say
1: giants. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not Yeah, <laughs> Lisa. All right. So I'm glad that you didn't pick a woman because I didn't even think about it. <laughs> it's going to come out that I uh, women are complicated. And I, too, am a woman, right. but I have somehow separated myself. But I'm back in the woman That's world. what I want to hear more about. So but now go I'm going to answer your question, though. Right. Um, and that is, so like Missy, I think it would be a different answer every mm. study that I do. Right. So right now we're in Solomon. And so, you know, he says things like, um, a merry heart doeth good like medicine. And I just feel like I could sit there and ponder that for a while mm. and not have to talk all that much and just enjoy my coffee um and the other thing is that so brody um with our two boys he's going through proverbs yeah in the morning with them so i i mean i'm not like involved in that which is kind of cool but it's neat to hear him kind of talk about the proverbs so Mm. be neat to hear it from the the mouth of solomon himself
0: it's interesting you all took uh, old testament characters (laughs) Hmm. Because I was thinking about this myself, and one of the people I came up with was Priscilla, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: and, who was a leader. I just love would love to know, like what she did and what Paul was like and
1: mm-hmm. how she and Aquila worked mm-hmm. together. And we studied Romans mm-hmm. last year, and I feel like wasn't she the one? She was pretty wealthy. Mm-hmm. She was the one that actually hand delivered that letter to the Romans, mm-hmm. which yeah. is amazing. Really, yeah. when you and think what about was that it, like in her culture, right? Mm-hmm. Was it dangerous, you know? Right. Yeah. right. So that's interesting.
0: I love that. So, Lisa, you said women are complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me why, how you got back, how you got into women's Bible study and why?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So I'll, I'll preface this with I have four brothers. So I didn't grow mm-hmm. up with, like, a sister figure. And then um, my best friend also had five brothers. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like the sister that the other didn't have. Um, so I'm only recently, really. Of ben Hughes. Of ben Hughes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I'm only recently, you know, entering this wonderful world of womanhood mm-hmm. and um, loving it for sure. But it's something that used to intimidate me. Um, but your question was, oh, how did I get in you know, a woman's Bible study? Right. So I had a kid, and all <laughs> of a sudden, I was just hungry for connection with. Hmm other women and especially other moms right but I didn't want it to be a let's get together and complain about Mm. kids or husbands Mm -hmm. or life Mm -hmm. or whatever Um, which would be I think a misconception about probably what women do when they get together but um, I was really hungry for that and I wanted it in the context of studying and having this thing to talk about that was outside of right motherhood Um, so that's, that's how I so got started. So did you start
0: with BSF? Yeah. Is that where you went? Yeah. How, how did you hear about it?
1: Um, so my mom and my dad were both, I'm, I come by it, it's like a legacy thing. My dad was in the position that I'm in now when I was younger. So he oh, okay. was a substitute teaching leader and my mom was a children's leader. So Bi- BSF, up.
0: did we say that's Bible Study Fellowship mm-hmm. and it's a national? International. A, international.
1: That's right. Organization. Yeah, studies. all over the world. Over it's cool. There's men's studies, women's studies, um, and they're branching out a little more, so now they're even offering co-ed studies, mm-hmm. and it's shifted a little bit. So my mom had to wear a skirt okay, um, for both her leaders meeting and um, mm-hmm. and Wednesday morning, and now you can you know just wear regular clothes. So um, it's kind of neat the way I've seen it evolve over right. time. Right. But, yeah, I... Saw my parents grow um, when I was younger as a result of BSF and then wanted to check it out. Yeah. So my mom actually invited me. Nice. And now... Does she go and hear me? you? She does. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Full circle.
1: It's awesome.
0: That's great. Okay. Yep. Um, Has it lived up to what you'd hoped?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really love it. So... um I'll just explain a little of how BSF works. So right. should I say Bible study fellowship works? You can
0: say BSF now. now that we know. I think everybody okay. will
1: know what it is now. So it's kind of like um, it's it's an in-depth Bible study. So the mm-hmm. purpose is to go deep into Scripture. So usually it's um, a portion of Scripture or a book of the Bible mm-hmm. that they spend the whole year going through. And then each week there's kind of like a, they call it a four-fold approach. Mm-hmm. So you're getting that passage in four different ways. So tomorrow I actually get to give what's called a, a lecture or it's a talk or a sermon um, that's a half hour that kind of exposits the passage. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a discussion and a personal study and then there's like scholar notes. So you get this one portion of scripture, but you get it in four different okay. ways.
0: So there's homework.
1: Mm-hmm. There is. What is it? Five days of homework? Five days of homework and then some reflection. Um and it has really taught me to have a daily mm. study. Yeah, um, which is neat. I love that.
0: I, d- I did it. I did one year at night, one year during the day, mm-hmm. and it was great. I loved it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Angela, how about you? How did you? Do you remember your first women's Bible study? I do. It was actually with
2: you. Oh, in your basement. Fine. Yeah, Beth Moore. Mm-hmm. Beth Moore Daniel study. <laughs> Way to jump into a, a Bible yeah. study. Um, a complicated book. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I mean, that's what hooked me just being amongst other women, talking about it, wrestling with it, hearing um, some teaching about it, and then just being able to ask questions and mm-hmm. sit and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my story is a little different. I grew up, well, I didn't grow up with girls, but in college I was in a sorority, so I was surrounded by women. Yeah. Um but the, you know, relationship was a little different. Um we were all friends, but you weren't really truly known. Mm -hmm. Um, so like my heart for the Lord wasn't what was known. Um and so then moving to Maryland, I moved into a house with these other amazing women that are some are still part of Horizon to this day, and just got a glimpse of true fellowship. Um and then just found women's Bible studies through them and got to experience just life alongside other women um, and just the freedom that you can find there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my first study was with you in your basement, and that was, gosh, that. probably back in 2007 or 8. I'm so bad with years. It was a long time ago.
1: Yeah. It's crazy that that's a decade. Yes. Right? Isn't it? Very. That yeah.
2: is crazy. <laughs> it seems like just yesterday. I yes. remember it all. I love it. So Beth
0: Moore studies have have five yeah. days of homework too and then you discuss and there's like a video and portion of, video of it teaching mm-hmm. so it's kind of a somewhat similar yeah mm-hmm. and there's commentary yeah that's mm-hmm. a little bit similar
2: she's so application Setup. questions going mm-hmm. deeper questions yeah kind of the same yeah
3: same idea how about mm-hmm. you missy uh when was my first bible study uh-huh. i don't know i have no clue i high school women or maybe maybe middle mm-hmm. school okay i i don't feel like there's ever been much gaps in between doing them so i think mm-hmm. it's just been a consistent thing the one i think i did the very first time well no that was in college um i think i did an elizabeth Elliot one with my youth pastor's wife mm-hmm. in high school i think that's mm-hmm. the one i remember the most is sticking with me becoming a woman of excellence is that mm-hmm. elizabeth Elliot? I think so. Um, sure sounds like her. It does sound like <laughs> her. I think that's what it was. But my mom was always a Bible study leader mm-hmm. um on at uh, the Thurs on Thursday mornings at, at her church. So um she did it with our pastor's wife and she was they took turns teaching. But they actually wrote their own Bible studies and then taught them and, wow, and went yeah. through them. Mm-hmm. Um so it just was always part of our household. Mhm. Um and so I, I don't really remember when I, I know that our youth pastor and his wife, um, we always had group, Bible study groups, mm-hmm. aside from Wednesday night church and Sunday school. There was also always a Bible study group. So it was a very early on teaching that I had, that this was something that you dig into and you spend time on and you right. talk to people and you do your homework. and yeah It was just a discipline that I think was was taught early so I don't know the one that I think the first one I probably did um, not even by my own initiative but I did it by myself but it was given to my family and me um, was Beth Moore's Breaking Free when I was in college mm-hmm. my sophomore year in college and um, I was the only one that's that did completed it mm-hmm. at that time everybody has completed it since but that's the one I think that stands out the most mm-hmm. As the first inductive study that i did where we really dug deep and and did a lot of research and mm-hmm. stayed in, in mm-hmm. the word for 45 minutes to an hour for every day right. <laughs> to, right. to learn more right mm-hmm.
0: what do you think it was about that that impacted you the breaking free mm-hmm. study
3: well it came at a really hard time in um, our family um and um, it was given to us by Beth Moore which mm. was significant. That's right. You're you are friends with one of her daughters. Yeah, right? so we were our family was struggling with stuff and her daughter was the only one I confided in about mm-hmm. it and um and she said I think my mom could help you. Aww. <laughs> and our mom graciously met with all of us mm. and um said I'm about to publish this Bible study. Would you guys mm-hmm. like a copy of it? And so it was the Breaking Free study and she said read it alongside of God's um Not God's Word, praying God's Word. Mm -hmm. So she gave us both copies, and um, I remember her daughter telling me is that even on the days that you don't want to do this, um, you can just still pray God's Word. Mm -hmm. And it was just a concept that was just, I think the concept of praying God's Word while fighting the battle Mm -hmm. was just a significant pairing that I had never been Mm -hmm. taught, and it stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I love that. I
0: love that. So, if someone came to you and said, "Why women's Bible study? Why, why that, particularly versus co-ed Bible study, couples Bible study? Why an extra night or day spent on just women, a women's Bible study? What, what would be your reason for that?" Um,
3: I don't. I. I don't think I, I, I've thought about that question since you emailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly haven't really thought about it because I, I see the co-ed one as being really purposeful and I see men's groups as being really pur- purposeful and mm-hmm. I see women's groups as being really purposeful. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to think why this over another group? And maybe that's not what you're asking, but um, I just why think I get, there's a space Why give it a priority it in your lives to have one that's just women? think there's a safety in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the s- uh, studies that I know Angela and I and the women's vision team really are drawn to are ones that we think that will speak to the hearts of women particularly.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think they feel safe speaking up in, mm-hmm. in groups that are just women. Um, I think it's important mm-hmm. to have female relationships that you can really um,
2: encourage one another in. And it's also this idea, for me, of, you know, one day, if I am married, I would love to attend a Bible study with my husband and my kids, Mm -hmm. but then this is also, like, I'm still Angela.
1: And so it gives
2: me um, a place Mm -hmm. and me and my identity to still go. Um, And we talk about things that may not get talked about as much with, the co-edling groups and um, family Bible studies, you kind of get to linger mm-hmm. on some conversations longer or cry more, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a little more freedom. Lots of tears. Lots and just
3: a lot of me too moments. I think that mm-hmm. happens a lot more. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, really yeah the
1: shared experience yeah. is, is really neat. And um, I love when there's different, there's diversity even among women because mm-hmm. there's so much to learn. So right. one thing I do enjoy about, my study is that um, there are women of all different ages Mm -hmm. so to hear someone talk about the struggle over grandchildren is so not my experience Mm -hmm. but to see that coming and then but to share Mm -hmm. to share in that somehow too right there's just so much wisdom I think to glean from Mm -hmm. other women Mm -hmm. in that shared experience
0: I love that so Lisa you talked about having four is it four brothers Mm mm-hmm yeah um, has being in a women's Bible study changed your view of women, do you think? And in what
1: way? I wasn't prepped for this question. I, it's in here. Yeah. It's right oh, in front it? of me. Oh. <laughs> I, skipped I skipped over that one when I reviewed them. No. Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I have a tremendous respect for women. I think I – I mean – being a mom, I understand my mom mm. differently. You sure, know? I mean everything sure. changes when you spend time or you share an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean I don't think I would have known that I was missing that connection with mm-hmm. other women. But um, so glad for the the opportunity. And it has I would say it filled a void mm-hmm. in my life for sure.
0: What about your uh, view of the Bible? Do you think studying with just women? gives you a different perspective on scripture
1: yeah in one yeah, way I think so um, so I don't uh, I mean I want to be careful how I say this but I, I might have even at some point viewed women as like intellectually inferior mm. because because of who you see mm-hmm. on the various platforms right so college professors, whatever. Um, and that's a cultural Mm -hmm. thing and it was certainly a biblical biblically cultural Mm -hmm. experience too so um that's probably a misconception that I entered into college and adulthood with that I would say I don't I don't have that misconception anymore women are brilliant and yes, amazing, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I could juggle a heck of a lot more than men. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Brody. <laughs> so yeah, in in those regards, I think I'm still working through a lot of that, mm-hmm. honestly. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been great, and it's been neat to do it in a community of amazing women. Mm-hmm. I think
3: sometimes um, I hit, that's a really hard question because I don't think I've ever. I, I know that my the, the, the teachers I have learned probably the most from about the Bible are women, mm-hmm. um, so I, have, I feel like I'm leaning towards yes, but that's because I'm like Beth Moore and Priscilla Shire, I feel like are, have been like the main, te- and my mom have been my main teachers
1: right.
3: of scripture. Um, but I had great pastors growing up who also were really um, expository in there is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. didn't sound right when it came out. Um, and their teaching of scripture, so I don't know. I don't know, but I do think that what I find when we talk about scripture with women, um, I think that a unique skill set that women have that men don't always have or aren't as in tune with is different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think that women are able mm-hmm. to see things with a little bit more of a 360 degree and, and look at the full picture and see everything and they see it from really unique perspectives mm-hmm. and it's interesting when we're in a women's group how different scripture, mm. how women relate to it so differently mm-hmm. um, and that's always interesting to to hear and I think that that um, maybe isn't the case when somebody's a little bit more of a direct to the point thinker.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a personality thing or a woman thing, but an example from today, you know, I was in a, we were discussing um, Solomon's Temple. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, the presence of God fills the temple. And it's talked about as a dark cloud. And I just read that and thought, oh, yeah, sure, a dark cloud. Right. So, um, you know, they would have followed it in the desert. and But um, another woman, just kind of came out and said, yeah, I mean, I think a dark cloud is, is something fearsome. You know, you look at it and you can't in the sky and you can't contain it and it like a storm's coming. And so she was able to pull all of this out. And then another woman with a very different personality just kind of came out and said, it was probably a dark cloud so that they could see it, Mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. So it was just (laughs) neat to hear. I mean, and there were probably two other perspectives on this presence of God being a dark cloud. Right. And, I mean, I don't know if that's uniquely female perspective, but what's neat about study in general is just getting those perspectives. And Mm -hmm. studying community means that you'll think about that when you didn't have the opportunity to just reading it yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I love that. Studying in community Mm -hmm. like that, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And
0: I think that... um, I know we're stereotyping a little bit here, and I apologize because not everybody fits a stereotype, but I, I think that women go deeper faster. So when there is discussion with just women, it tends to pull out more depth faster. Not that men don't get there or can't get there. I just think within a mm-hmm. sharing within a group. I think there's, uh, they're more vulnerable. They're more willing to be vulnerable, and you talk about yeah. safety. Well, and I think that
3: also happens with men's groups too. You know, it's mm-hmm. just when it's I just mean, there's men. so many studies sure. of single gender schools. of right. the, the success right. rate of the boys and the girl students when they're divided. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to do with just feeling a camaraderie
2: and a and a safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This past week we had someone new at our women's Bible study, and. Whether she felt safe or she was being bold enough, combination of both probably, just was asking questions of like, hey, what do you guys think about this? And mm-hmm. um, just dove right in. And it's so welcomed and appreciated, but it does come from feeling a safety net around them. Mm-hmm. Hot tea and cookies help, too. Always. Yeah. <laughs> always. And that's Especially true. Women talking. have better food. Yeah, yeah. It's just the case. Something baked. Something <laughs> yes. to live. I love it. <laughs> do you... Do you Did you
0: have anything to overcome to attend? I, it doesn't sound like you really had to overcome. Do you have friends that are like, why would you want to go hang out with women and talk about the Bible? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you tell somebody
2: what it's like and why they should come? I think we all, maybe I shouldn't say all, many times women have the experience of being hurt mm-hmm. and judged by other women. Mm-hmm. And so... Why am I going to come sit in a room of 10, 15, 20 other women that are going to do that if that's been my experience? Um, So really getting to have a conversation of that's possible, that could Mm -hmm, happen, mm -hmm. but that is not our heart and that's not our intent. And Mm -hmm. we're here to create that safe space. Um, I think so. I've had to overcome that and had to have conversations with people
1: of just come and see. Right. you can decide from there Mm -hmm. and even if it's not judgment i think comparison can really Mm -hmm. create anxiety around being Mm -hmm. with other women you know just um and and any any age woman but
0: i feel like young moms oh yeah are brutal with each Mm -hmm. other sometimes
1: and we're brutal to ourselves yeah i mean you hear someone say something eloquently and you just think of your own inadequacy which Mm -hmm. is really pride when it comes down to it but um it can, it can be stifling and um, yeah. It, it could make me say I don't want to go tonight. Right. I'm not feeling good enough about myself to be among people who have it together. Right. You know right. what I mean? Or appear
2: to have it together. Or
1: appear yeah, to have it yeah. together which is what comes out the more you talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you don't get there, right. you don't know that. and so. that's
0: I, I think what you just alluded to, I think women's Bible study kind of allows people to let their guard down. Let you know what it's mm-hmm. really like. So you're not Seeing somebody up on a pedestal and you're realizing that there's all those me too moments of I'm feeling that way too.
1: Yeah. And I think it's incumbent on a leader to start that pattern of vulnerability and Mm. openness and sharing mistakes and struggles. Right. Mm -hmm. So, is that hard for you, TJ, to
0: share vulnerability?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, Because there's just, you know, there's an expectation that comes with being a leader that you have something to offer (laughs) as leadership, you know, but, um, but I think of the times that a leader has been vulnerable and, um, and the leader of, I'm not the main leader, the, um,
0: main leaders, Claudia, Claudia Robinson,
1: and she's just lovely, but, Mm -hmm. um, the times that she has been open and vulnerable and shared, you know, hi got into a fight with my husband and it was over this and how ridiculous right. it just there's this breath of mm. i don't know fresh air it's like ah, right. mm-hmm. oh, okay she's it's it, she's broken the ice and now right. we can really talk about this right. you know mm-hmm. our struggles and so it's such a gift when a leader's willing to do yeah. that
0: mm-hmm. let me ask you all as as how you lead a group how do you keep it from being a like that balance of you want vulnerability and you want safety, but you don't want this to become a whose story is worse,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or <laughs> whose life is worse, or or a preaching session, preaching right, or preaching either session, way, or yeah. a, a, a criticism session. I mean, how do you guide discussions to navigate
3: those pitfalls? hard <laughs> I think it's it hard is it's hard. really it is hard, hard. <laughs> it's hard I know for um, my personality because um I have a hard time what I, I worry about offending I think a little mm-hmm. too much so I think that's something that I have to always try not to overcome a little bit but I, I feel like we've been pretty fortunate that it hasn't been nothing's been glaringly in that any of those directions but um mm-hmm. I think the thing that I think one of the harder pitfalls to overcome and and is one of when somebody is vulnerable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and somebody takes an opportunity to teach them right there in front Mm -hmm. of the group. And then I feel a little um, hesitant to ever be vulnerable again because now Mm -hmm. they were just sharing something and now they feel like all eyes are on them and Mm -hmm. everyone's teach them a lesson rather than us coming together to learn something from it. Mm hmm. I think that's one of the that's the moment in the group that i have um that i start getting a little anxious about right. But um mm-hmm. i think the way to move to get the group pass it is just to echo what the person who was vulnerable was saying and, and try to redirect it to as a group issue that right. women struggle with or that we all struggle with and really what the root is and it's not that woman that's the root of the of her of the issue that she's sharing. It's what we're all talking about here, or mm-hmm. just try to redirect it to the larger conversation
2: I mm-hmm. don't know
3: um, we've been in groups together. what do you think?
2: Yeah, it is tough because you want to give that person some space mm-hmm. to to have a moment and to share and to be vulnerable. Right. Um, but you also want to take like you said, Missy so well like that spotlight off of them and redirect it um So whether it's, you know, your typical, like, let me just ask the question again, who else has some thoughts? Or um, having that, oh, me too, I struggled with that. And then it kind of just brings a quick segue. Um, But that does happen, not often, but when it does happen, it also gives connecting points for conversation outside of, Mm -hmm. you know, the Bible study. So um, a woman who was more quieter could go up to that woman and say hey me too and here's my right. story and mm-hmm. let's oh, grab coffee right. Mm-hmm. right like it just is an organic way to yeah. make deeper relationships mm-hmm. within our church mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. good that's a good point it just it, it made
0: me think of the story of jesus with the woman caught in adultery mm-hmm. and um one of the interpretations I heard of Jesus writing on the ground, everybody's like, what did he write? But this person was, he was taking the attention off of her Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and putting it back on himself.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And then onto the, the men that were stoning and not that someone who's trying to teach somebody (laughs) is trying to stone them. But I, I just think that's one of those skills that's like Jesus of taking the attention off that person for a Mm -hmm. minute and putting it back on yourself or on the group and, I think it's something he would have done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, at BSF there's a little more structure, so you, everyone kind of knows that we're we have to get not through all the questions, mm-hmm. but get to a certain place. So we want right. to cover that whole passage, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice to right. have. But there have been moments where we've just had to like stop and pray. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and say you know we obviously have to just stop and lift this person up right now. And I mean, I think that that's a tactic, to a certain extent. Right. But it also is a gift. Yeah. Know, for oh, that yeah. What a great too. opportunity so. to
0: minister to her and yeah, and show other people this is what we do with right someone mm-hmm. who's hurting or vulnerable or
2: yeah, right. Because that's what our Bible study isn't about. Right. The five questions that we have to get through. It's about the heart of women. Right. Um. Even though there is structure and order that needs to happen. Right. For sure. But that's. The heart of women is what we're after, Mm -hmm. and if that means we get through three questions, we get through three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. So, Missy and Angela,
0: how do you guys choose what studies you do? (laughs) (laughs)
3: We kind of, I think, um, a lot of us just are always thinking, or like we just come to.
1: The correct answer is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> we chose, um,
3: I know we chose the voice of God here, uh, discerning the voice of God, which is Pris- or no, the armor of God, which is Priscilla, Priscilla Shire, Shire. Right. Um, two falls ago, because Tara and I both were dying to do it. So sometimes <laughs> it's just like, we're dying to do we it. And, and we showed it. it to Angela, right. and Angelo, Angela then was like, yes, I'm dying to do it. And we just... Usually, it comes about that somebody proposes a study, okay, or we propose a couple studies, and we just look mm-hmm. through and this last time we like had a couple and we looked through them at starbucks
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and we also take some time when we meet to talk about like what the needs are, what mm-hmm. we're feeling, kind of the pulse of women at horizon mm-hmm. um, in the community are um, and that's how this fervent we're also reading a book with this Bible study titled fervent by Priscilla Shire and We just felt that women were this kind of stirring in prayer. Um, And so we wanted to be able to to speak into that and to help women grow. Which Mm -hmm. I just started reading that book. It is
0: so good. It's so good. It's called Fervent by Priscilla Shire, and it's really uh, spiritual warfare-type praying. Um, But it's practical and Mm -hmm. scriptural and... um, It's
3: strategic, and the way it's laid out, it's really very. I would highly recommend it. It's very good.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I think we also take into fact, take into consideration what we've done and haven't done. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: So like, have we like we we haven't done any Beth Moore in a while because Mm -hmm. I think we felt like we were doing her too much, and then we were like, let's introduce more authors. So those are also things that we factor in. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Do you um, do people invite people outside of Mm Horizon in to come? Yeah. Yeah, last semester was a huge group throughout the whole one and it was your neighbor. Right. Mm-hmm. Angela and but your neighbor was invited by Noreen.
2: hmm
3: And she knew um <laughs> Angela and Lori's mom, Julie. Yeah. And right. Julie doesn't Angela and Lori um Lori Jett and Angela yeah. Stallings, their mom doesn't come to horizon, but she comes to Bible. She study, comes to she Bible comes studies, study. So, so yeah, yeah. Right.
0: we do have a a lot of different It's nice to have a, a mix. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and you have how, like how many denominations do you think or churches do you know
1: okay so when we did the revelation study which was really neat hmm. i think it was like 90 churches represented, wow, represented. how and many women come? 13 denominations um, it's about two hundred. Okay, it's a yeah, big group. It is. It's really neat, and there's a whole children's program. So great. it's a great center excellent. for moms. It it's is really excellent. Good. Yes.
0: Do they start with babies now? Because when I went, they started at two year old. You had to wait till your little one was two. So the year I started was mm-hmm. their first year doing okay. infants.
1: Um, okay. And so Beckett had had it all the way until nice. he started preschool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's great. That's and awesome. Do they
3: offer my sister's BSF offers children's curriculum too? Mm-hmm. Does yours?
1: Mm-hmm. Do you it does do not. We get we.
3: Come or
0: no.
1: We will be going up to second grade okay. starting next year. Okay. Right now it's up until six six years, years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it depends on the needs of the community. And, right. Mm-hmm. And
0: who's there? Right. That's great. Um, tell me about some different kind of studies that you found really impactful. You know, Missy, you mentioned breaking mm-hmm. free and your family. Have there been books of the Bible that you did at BSF or other studies that
1: just stood out to you? So I just mentioned Revelation, Mm -hmm. which was, it's a book that I was always fearful Mm -hmm. of because I guess for two reasons. One, it just seemed like, what is this guy talking about, right? Right? (laughs) Because I just never dug in, and I think that was because I remember there being so much... Um, theological turmoil Mm -hmm. around that book Mm -hmm. and so to study it with 90 different churches and I don't know it was like 20 some denominations right um, was just really neat because we just like read the passage what do you get out of it and they brought scholars in and and all of that and that was great but it was just neat to um, approach this thing that was like becoming its own entity yes and um to end up really loving it Mm -hmm. and and seeing it very differently so um I think that's where I really have come to love and appreciate the church globally and um what we can offer to each other
0: it's so healthy Yeah, (laughs) so healthy to come together as one big c church Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. share perspectives and be able to hold that tension and Yes, love and there's other. so
1: much more Me Too than there is. I disagree. Right, mm-hmm. and that's right. it. Always comes out, right. no matter the study. Mm-hmm. So that's cool.
2: I love that. How about you, Angela? Do you have one that kind of stands out? Um, I would say the most formative was probably the Daniel study mm-hmm. early on, um, just because it's one of those books yeah. where you you read it on your own. Which at that time I hadn't read it on my own, which I'm glad at that point. But you're just like I don't, I don't get it. And so to have women um, in teaching and the word to guide you along and um, getting the whole the big picture because we did we jumped into Revelation and talking about end times mm. and you get different perspectives. Um, so to do that in a space where you felt free to ask questions, and I think I'm over here and now. I'm over here. I don't know. Um, I would say in recent years we did one by Priscilla Shire Discerning the Voice of God Is that what you're that called? We did that
3: one in the spring and the first one was Armor of God
2: Okay, so the Discerning the Voice of God was really um, impactful mm-hmm. I was just in a season where Lord, I don't hear from you Like, where mm-hmm. where are you? I know in my head you're nearby right. but I'm just not hearing and seeing it um, So that that was very timely for me mm-hmm. and so I remember just going through and reading that being like okay you are here and here you are and I can look for you and see you and find you so that was really impactful
0: mm-hmm. that's really neat I love that Missy I know you said breaking free was there is there another one that comes to mind I was just trying to go through that <laughs> <laughs> you've done so many I know Missy I... doesn't by herself and in groups mm. and I do
3: I just love it yeah um it would definitely be... I feel like it's easier to say I like all Beth Moore studies and all Priscilla Shire studies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that's who I gravitate towards. I, I've done great studies. Like, I really loved Kelly Minter's Nehemiah study. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, like, the only one of her studies I really loved mm-hmm. that I've done. Um, I did it... what did We did the John... The love letters. The John. The letter, yeah, yeah. Um, Which was good, but it just didn't hold a torch. But um, <laughs> I think... I, I think Esther is probably, um, mm-hmm. goes down as one of my absolute favorites, Beth Moore, Esther, Priscilla Shire's Armor of God mm-hmm. was really, um, it was just, it, it just blew me away with mm-hmm. the way she explained it all in a mm-hmm. way that there was a simple, it feels like a simple con- concept we've taught since we could walk right? and sing the song and, mm-hmm. and just know all about the Armor of God. But it was the first, it was just such the way she explained it was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it really, the th- there are things she said in that study that have stuck with me so deeply that I just carry them all the time and throughout. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like the same way was with the Esther study. Um, so I like that one. I also liked David, A Heart Like His mm-hmm. by Beth Moore. And I'm redoing Jesus, the one and only. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good one. Um, but I've done David. I don't think I've done Jesus. Jesus one. We did, I don't think so. We did Jesus, the one and only. Um, lots of years ago. (laughs) Remember, I remember Tara's nephew was about to be born. That's like the time (laughs) marker I have for it. um, And I don't know why. Um, So whenever that was. Yeah. Um, Jackie McKee, might know she was in it. Um, And it was one of the only ones we met at the church and not at a home. Um, Were you there? No. Oh, but well that was the study, and now I'm doing the 90 days with Jesus, the one and only, and I'm finishing up, leading up to Easter. So I'm on mm-hmm. day 84, right before Easter, so that's really been significant. That's cool. Because yeah. it goes up to the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great.
0: Do you have one?
1: You said Revelation. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I have never done a Beth Moore study. Which is, I'm feeling left out, <laughs> so maybe I need to revisit this over the yes. summer or something. Yeah. Um, or Priscilla Shire, so yeah. I They're both good. Yeah.
0: My, my favorite Moore story is um, I, w- I had stopped teaching for a few years, stepped back for a few years, and felt like I should have a Moore study at my house before we were at Horizon. And um, I felt like the Lord said, invite some people you know that don't do Bible studies. So I invited this group of women, and I wrote, um, is it Living Proof Ministries? Mm -hmm. And said, where would you start? And they had one for Proverbs that had no homework. Mm -hmm. And you could print out a PDF to take notes, like fill out an outline, but there was no homework. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she went through Proverbs. And this one woman in particular, um, her daughter is a friend of Kelsey's. And I invited her and she said, but I don't know anything about the Bible. She was you know, had gone to church as a kid, but didn't go anymore. So that doesn't matter, just come. You don't even need to have a Bible, just show up. And she did and she got hooked mm-hmm. and she just ate it all up. And then her family went through a really tough time. And uh, we actually did James and uh-huh. she ate that up. And it's so ministered to her. Mm-hmm and so we went to hear Beth Moore in Baltimore at a conference and so she came and my other this my neighbor came and the three of us went to hear her speak and at the end of Beth Moore's first night Friday night she had a, like an altar call where you could come back for prayer so my friend went and went back behind and got prayer and part of it was because of this tough thing her family was going through but Beth Moore went back behind the stage and was back there and went over and specifically prayed for my friend and said, You're going to be teaching Bible studies. You're going to be leading Bible studies one day. And she came back out and she was like, You're not going to believe what she said to me. That's crazy. And she's now at um, Nativity, uh, the Catholic Church in Timonium at Nativity, leading women's Bible That's awesome. study groups. And so awesome. it all started from just the simple bathmore bible study but it has gotten her uh, through so mm-hmm. much in her own life the lord has come so near to her that and now she wants to share that mm-hmm. with other women and she can tell the story of mm. god's word and how impactful it was in her own life um but i would love to meet Beth Moran someday and tell her that story. (laughs) Oh, that is it. You should
3: write living proof. Yeah, I should. I should. She has another study on Psalms that I really liked Mm. stepping up and it's similar. It has a really short amount of homework, but it was just over the Psalms of Ascent and it was really great. Mm.
0: That sounds good. It's an easy one if anyone
3: wants to baby
2: step their way into it.
0: Yeah. That's good to know. Um, So what do you hope is the future for Bible study at Horizon specifically and women's ministry there. Do you have hopes to expand or are we happy with where things are? And Lisa, you can jump into this Mm -hmm. as a Horizon woman.
1: I can. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel so fed and connected Mm -hmm. at Horizon Mm -hmm. too. So, um, I mean, what I have gotten to experience – Bible study is uh, I mean truly transformation like to look back you ask the, a question about what would you tell your right self what you 10, tell years 10 years ago <laughs> and and it would be you know like you are lying to yourself about your self-sufficiency mm. and your independence mm-hmm. and it's all of farce, mm. you know and you do need people and um, I have just really learned to step into that and It's, it's awesome, but I think transformation happens through scripture and I think it happens in community and I'm, I see it happening at Horizon and it's Mm -hmm. awesome. So, I mean, I would hope that women would be changed and transformed and that that would change the church and Mm -hmm. then the Mm -hmm. community as a result of that. And, And I think it's happening, which is cool. Yeah, I love that.
0: And I wanted to include you because there are a group of – the the Horizon Women's Bill Studies at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a group that go during the day mm-hmm. to BSF. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's kind of part of our – what's feeding our women. Yeah. And appreciate you doing that and being involved in that. And I know that they love your teaching when you get to teach.
1: Yeah, well, I invited women for a long time. And it wasn't until Emmy Grant started mm. inviting other moms and saying, no, this is actually – Good. pretty great they say homework but it's not that, <laughs> right. not that bad. overwhelming and yeah. so that's been the emmy was definitely a, a big proponent of that yeah
2: mm. um i would say for me a vision i have is to see different generations mm-hmm. of older women mentoring younger women mm-hmm. those younger women mentoring even younger because we do have college students Yeah, can. college students, and now we're going to have, gosh, high school <gasps> students and, high and middle school. Yeah. Um, so just this, like you spoke of transformation, it does come from Scripture and the Holy Spirit in community. Um, and to have that over many generations. There's so much I can learn, mm-hmm. but also I can teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing that we as women have something to offer... And to, to be willing to put ourselves in a position to offer right. that to other, other women, other kids, is something I, I want to see grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: I I like that too. That it's uh, the relational growth and the connection in across link groups. I think that's always mm-hmm. fun for me to get to know women who I wouldn't cross paths with.
0: Right. So our women's not, Bible study. There's a more variety of people yeah, from different link groups. And that's always
3: right. neat. Um. Mm-hmm. I think aside from that though i i I've always had such a a deep love for studying the word
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um digging deep into it and I do think that has to do with like just the way I was raised, but the culture that I also was raised in um, you kind of just always were in a Bible study digging right. in the word and um so I think one of the visions I have that I would love to see happen one day is that um, homework doesn't feel like a bad word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's actually right. something that um,
1: You've got three teachers here. I know, I know. We're all, we're we're we are all teachers. <laughs> so we are all in. <laughs> we love yeah. Oh, yeah, so we're in, yeah
3: common around yeah. here. But um, just that that love to learn. Yeah. I, I I would love to see that grow yeah. in that and I, I think it is happening. I think that there is a lot of growth in that that like Lisa said she had a craving for it. I think that that is happening that there's a craving to I need to I need to know the Bible. Right. And um um it was a couple seasons ago that like um Anna Tazi said I I I'm tired of hearing what other people are telling me about the Bible mm-hmm. and I need to spend time learning it for myself. So she just had like this um passion to read read more of the Bible for herself. And I I feel like that's I I have that as like an idea for a vision for mm-hmm. Where I'd love to see horizon by, even if it doesn't grow by numbers, I just would love for that to be something that kind of catches fire, that right. mm-hmm. people want to say, I want to read the Bible. Like right. it's not a chore and it's not homework. It's something that I get to do and I get to draw closer to, to the Lord by learning more from his word. And
0: I mm-hmm. think the more you're in it, the more impact it has. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the more life. you just
3: crave it and you're, you want to keep going.
0: Right, right absolutely absolutely um so lisa had mentioned if you could these are some personal questions we're going to end with um if you could tell yourself 10 years ago something that you wish you had known what would you tell her you said you're not
1: as self-sufficient as you think no, you get are. over Nita yourself <laughs> yeah would would be the essence of that yeah, yeah. i don't
2: know I, <laughs>
1: I mean I think I would also say you you are going to be closer to the Lord and yeah. you're going to know more and you are going to be yeah. a little bit closer to what God yeah. made you to be yeah. in ten years. And that would be a real encouragement yeah. to ten year ago, Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That that it happens. Right. That he does right. transform us. Mm-hmm. I think I would tell myself, He's
0: talking to you. You need to listen, you, you know he he's really is speaking
2: all the time.
1: Yeah.
2: You need to shut up and listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I would tell myself to be a little more raw and a mm. little more honest and a little more vulnerable mm. um quicker. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm
3: yeah i want I want to just echo that one <laughs> just say what you said <laughs> that's good yeah that's like good. I think that's what would have to be mine too, of course, ten years ago, I was about to have my first child um, so a lot has happened yeah. in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I feel like who I was pre children even about to have Nate is quite different than now, and I think it is a lot more of um, just get there faster and don't try to do it alone Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good what is feeding your soul right now what's keeping you going because you're all busy
1: ladies (laughs) I got a note today I I actually we had coffee not long ago Mm -hmm. and I shared the gift of being known Mm -hmm. and understood and um, this woman I work with is just you know the spirit of God just exudes from her Mm. So I'm, I mean, I'm like stand in awe of her type of thing. But she wrote me a sweet note, um, with a little flower, and just um, spoke God's truth, but like also who I am to me. Mm. And it was such a gift. And I'm, I feel like God is giving me that in a lot of different mm-hmm. places. Um, and it's really been,
0: I love that.
1: Yeah, like like bringing me to tears, which is not just, it's not something I do. So um, I've been really grateful.
0: That's so kind. That. So kind of him. God's
1: yes. so kind. He's so kind, and it has absolutely been women in my life mm. who are speaking those truths to me. I love so that. It's been it's been a gift. I love that.
2: Um, I would say for me, what's feeding my soul, there have been some quiet morning moments, mm. um, just trying to be a little more proactive in carving them out before the start of my day Mm -hmm. and just sitting and being Mm -hmm. not necessarily going through a bible study or reading scripture i mean sometimes those things happen but those moments are the moments where he speaks Mm -hmm. um and so just settling Mm -hmm. and being still has been very encouraging recently yeah it's so hard to do it is it is and it doesn't <laughs> happen every day I'll yeah. be honest no, 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 but when it good. does it's it so is good. a breath of fresh air yeah for
3: mm-hmm. sure yeah I think um I feel like I, I my mind can easily be divided easily and it's the stage of life that we're in where we have children who talk a whole lot and <laughs> um time that we need mark and we need to talk to each other and then i'm teaching so i'm talking to students all day and so silence is definitely something that always feeds my soul Mm -hmm. Um, and just even stepping away from it all but i found that i can't and i mean i do it in the early morning but other than that the rest of the day is very noisy Mm -hmm. Um, so i've come up with ways to try to silence the outside noises Mm -hmm. Um, one way is like i don't get any Any notices on my phone Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I don't even know when someone text messages me so if you text message me and it takes me hours to get back to you it's because I didn't hear my my phone didn't go off (laughs) but that actually like those things um, because I realized that I am most what feeds my soul is being more more intentional with the time that I am doing what I'm doing Mm -hmm. so if I'm hanging out with Emily just being with Emily and trying trying to devote my time more purposely, mm-hmm. to what is in front of me, has helped feed my soul a little mm-hmm. bit better because I can't escape all the time like right. like the introvert in me yes. often <laughs> wants sure. to do. Yeah. Um, and the morning time before they wake up is only so long, yeah. but um, so that's helped feed my soul. I mm-hmm. think is just trying to be more devoted to what's in front of me, right. more yeah. focused, and that's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. That's
0: so good. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming. I dearly love each and every one of you and hope that the listeners can hear your hearts because they are deep and wide and lovely. And I so appreciate you sharing with us. And I hope that the women listening out there will join a Bible study, whether it is BSF or the one at Horizon or somewhere else. We need each other and we need the Lord. Um, If you'd like more information, listeners, about BSF Bible Study Fellowship, you can look up classes near you on their website, bsfinternational.org. And if you'd like more information about Horizon Church and our women's Bible studies, check out our website at horizontowson.com. We are a community where you will be loved and have the opportunities to be loved. Thank you so much for joining us on the Horizon.